0: approach up with that atari' been a good game home is sorry they say conversation rule a nation I can tell but I can never write my wrongs less I write it down for real PS you can get it you can get it you can get it you can get
1: this is money line on ESPN
0: 975 and on ESPN975.com
1: ESPN presented by Klein's jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios. Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
2: All right, we are back on Moneyline. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bow, Cam behind the glass. All right, guys, I think it's time for my favorite segment. Hopefully, it's your favorite segment, the Gal Media All Stars. They're gonna give us some plays for this week. So get your pencils ready. What do they got for us? Here we go.
1: It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz's Fred Bauer. All right, we're uh, looking at a couple games this week, and hopefully everybody's having an awesome Sunday. Uh, my favorite play of the week is the Seahawks uh, pick pick'em against the Chargers. I love the Seahawks in this spot. I- I'm not as sold on the Chargers as a lot of people. Uh, Seattle, very tough at home, so uh, I- I'm feeling pretty good about that game. That's my favorite play of the entire day. Uh, Beyond that, I'm not crazy about much else out there. Uh, I will probably take a look at the uh, Chiefs line here as we get closer. If it's it's come down a little bit, if it comes down a little more, I'll probably take the Chiefs at Cleveland as my second play. Right now, minus eight. If it gets back to eight and a half or nine, that's not a very good play. But uh, for sure, I like Seattle. And since I have to pick two, you can have the Chiefs. The Benches land, line. All right, guys, let's go with the dog. L.A. Chargers plus one and a half at Seattle. Uh, L.A. Chargers
2: coming off of by week. I think that helps. Last three games, they've held the opponents under 20 points. The offense has been clicking. So we're going to go Chargers plus one and a half as a live dog, expecting to win outright. And then we're going to go under 43 and a half. Brock Osweiler versus the Jets. Now the Jets have scored big points in the three wins, but here's the thing, when they lose, they don't even get to 20. So we think this is going to be a tough one for the Jets to win. And by we, I don't know, me and the mouse in my pocket, I guess. But I do think Brock Osweiler, anytime you have him on the field, you got a shot in an under. So we'll go under 43 and a half in the Jets versus the Dolphins.
1: Culture maps, Eric Sadler. This week I like the
2: Washington Redskins minus one against the Atlanta Falcons. I backed the Redskins two weeks in a row, and I see no reason not to do so this week. Whatever playoff aspirations the Falcons had have been dashed by injuries, and Washington committed to their success this season by trading for HaHa Clinton Dix. I know it'll be tough for Alex Smith to keep up with Matt Ryan, but a healthy dose of Adrian Peterson should keep the Falcons off the field. For my second pick, I'll take the Baltimore Ravens minus two against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a kitchen sink game for the Ravens, who have lost two games in a row. They already thrashed the Steelers at Heinz Field earlier this season, and I see no reason they can't hold serve at home, too.
1: Sports Maps, Holly Seymour.
3: All right, well, since Fred stole my favorite pick of the week, the Seattle game, um, I really love the division matchup in Baltimore. Earlier in the season, the Ravens racked up the win against Big Ben. The Steelers started the season off shaky, but in due fashion have stepped back into a division-winning team. Best believe they're coming back for revenge. I'm pretty sure the lines are now at minus two in favor of Baltimore. I like Baltimore, but give me the underdogs in black and yellow this week. Um, Everyone also has mixed feelings about the Saints and Rams game. Yes, the Rams are, in my opinion, your 2019 Super Bowl champs. But even champs take Ls, and if anyone can take down the Rams, it's the Saints at home in the Dome. Both defenses are stacked, so I broke this game down relying on the offensive side of the ball. Don't count on really having the usual day here. My ultimate deciding factor came down to who do I trust more, breeze or Golf. Maybe I end up being wrong on this one, but this one is definitely a risk that I'm willing to play. Give me the Saints.
2: Ooh, that is interesting, there, Holly. This this has been a tough one. I've been listening to, to RJ Bell and some of those guys' podcasts, and depending on the they line, they
3: hate Saints. I, I know, <laughs> okay. right?
2: I know. They keep going back and forth, too, depending on on the movement of the line. And it's at one and a half now. uh, You know, the Rams are favored by a point and a half. So, yeah, I I, I get why you're taking the Saints. Take the points. They're at home. It it makes a lot of sense to me. Let's get back to the Steelers game, though, real quick. And, Jerry, chime in on this. This has been interesting. It started out the, the Ravens were favored by three. And now it looks like it's at one and a half now favored by the Ravens. You were saying that a lot of people were pounding the Steelers. It, Holly's taking the Steelers as well here. What's going on with this one, Jerry?
4: Well, everybody knows that it's, a like like Eric Sandler said, a throw-in-the-kitchen-sink kind of game. But it's for both sides. Pittsburgh's playing for revenge factor also. And they play big against AFC North opponents. In the Mike Tomlin era, he's 10-4-2 against the spread. Um, the t- Two times these... T- two quarterbacks have faced off 18 times 14 of those the spreads between three and three and a half this spread is always three three and a half we know that and if they're telling me that they're going to give me I, i know them lines move some to two in places but if you caught it early you caught it at three you got a prime number and i'll take that in a game that usually is decided by that much
2: that, that's interesting. Uh, I, I'm with you. I wish I would have jumped on it at three, but I, I missed my window. So this is the Seahawks game, Holly and Jerry, after Holly. Fred likes the Seahawks in a straight pick them here. Holly, you said you like Seattle, correct?
3: Yes, I love Seattle. They have been money every single week that I've played with them. And it's funny to me because this team actually kind of reminds me of last year's Philly where no matter how they were finding out a way to pull out a win, nobody gave them credit. You got Russell Wilson out here on his own, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, and nobody's giving him credit week after week. They're still managing to cover where they need to cover, and they're not getting the credit. So
2: That's interesting. And, and the Chargers length-
3: haven't been putting up a lot of points. I'm not... I'm a little disappointed, and I'm sorry, Cam. (laughs) Watch
2: it. And and Lance is on the other side. He likes the Chargers, you know, plus one and a half. Right now, the number I'm seeing right now is the Seahawks are favored by one. Jerry was telling me he loves the Seahawks this week. Why do you love the Seahawks this week, Jerry?
4: I'll get into a little bit more of that in the next segment, ah, but geez. but for now, Dover uh, also though, for sure, because uh, both of these teams allow explosive plays. Seattle's number two in explosive plays allowed. That's a 20 plus yards play, so I don't know. Expect for them to, be, uh, to beat each other back and forth now. What's crazy here is Seattle's run game. They lean on the run game now. In the last, uh, I believe three weeks, they're averaging 35 uh, carries per game. That's a lot. Just to put that into perspective, last year's uh, team that led was 31 carries a game i believe so that just goes to tell you that they're running they're leaning on it uh the team has trouble with getting sacked but the chargers without bosa they're 28th in adjusted sack rate so that's not really going to be a problem today i think the seattle defense will be able to hold off the chargers and like i said i will be on seattle to spoil it
2: there you go and i want to ask Kali about some of these other picks here i'm just curious Fred reluctantly taking the Chiefs minus eight against the Cleveland Browns. If you had to pick this one, Holly, where are you at?
3: I actually did pick that one. Um, and I have it, yeah, I have it minus seven and a half. I'm in favor of the Chiefs. I mean, I know that that's kind of a lot. Of, like when you first look at it, you're like, oh, that's kind of a lot when they're on the road. But it's kind of hard for me not to be on Mahomes' side. Like, oh, what's it's a little bit more than a touchdown? Like it's Patrick Mahomes. Like the kid is hot fire right now. Like I still I still am gonna to continue to take all the high points with him all season.
2: And I get that. Until
3: like until I'm proved wrong. I think he's only proved me wrong like once. I think when it was against the Patriots, I believe, where they were they didn't put up as many.
4: Eighty six percent of the bets on the Chiefs. Since two thousand three, teams receiving twenty percent or fewer of the bets have gone fifty six percent against the spread winners after week nine when teams are really getting down really getting important games 60 percent against the spread 46 and 31 in that spot so just keep in mind that these beautiful lights in vegas got to get paid they got to stay on somehow right and they get they get paid by the people that lose so don't be on that side sometimes don't get me wrong it looks good, and you want to be on them home trains. Everything makes sense on the Cleveland side that it's going to be a disaster. It's going to blow up, and then this is where they come up and punch you in the head like they did in the in the Oakland uh, San Francisco game. I know you were on San Francisco. I saw you, so so you're over there cashing tickets while while us peasants were over here collecting nickels. <laughs> but
3: no, on the no, road. No, I was nervous. I, I was like so nervous about that game. I was like, oh my god, I'm was like an idiot. I picked the Niners. I feel gross about it. My stomach hurts, and then I was like, oh wow, I feel like great
4: right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but honestly uh always remember about the sharp action that's why we try to bring you that segment but thrive uh, brought to you by thrive because it puts you on on the side that you need to be on which is vegas's side if if something seems too good to be true it usually is now um it's got to be a prove it to me thing obviously mahomes has to come in there i mean mahomes cleveland uh it, that should be a 20 point game everything screams that but you never know in the NFL. It's tricky.
2: You never know. Let, let's get to Eric Sandler's picks here because, man, he's he's done a great job. And he's, like he said, he's back on that Redskins train again this week. He got them at, at minus one, and it looks like it's at minus two right now. Um, where are you guys on this one? They're, they're playing Atlanta. Washington's at home. Which side do you guys have? Holly, you go first.
3: I actually have it. Yeah, I have it minus two and a half, and I'm rolling Redskins because, again, they're money to me too right now. And – I'm just. I'm not a big fan of Atlanta, especially not on the road. And Washington is still underrated somehow.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. they really are. So, and Houston goes there next week, so that that one concerns me a little bit. Jerry, do you have a side on can't this? Wait. Yeah, yeah, I bet you can't. <laughs> do you have a side to this one, Jerry?
4: <laughs> it's a strength versus strength kind of thing. I mean, we know that Atlanta's going to come out there and try to throw the ball, but Washington's been surprisingly good at that. So. The spread is right on. I think to me, I like Washington. Though, if I was going to have to bet it, I think ultimately Adrian Peterson runs in down their throat. He's uh, clips four yards per carry and ninety plus yards in three games. I, I mean, I'm all over that side. I just, I think there's too many holes in that Atlanta defense. They'll try to make it a. Uh, a shootout type of game, they'll try to throw the ball around, but I don't think they can do that against that Washington defense. Remember, that Washington defense, the same one that that stifled uh, Green Bay when they came yeah. in there. And so be careful what you go up against whenever you go over there.
2: Yeah, that, that's a lesson I learned hard, and Jerry was on that one for, from the get-go. This is the final one I wanted to ask you guys about. This is Lance's pick. It's our, our only over-under pick of the week. And no surprise, Lance, pretty smart, taking the under against Brock Osweiler and rookie Sam Darnold. Uh, <laughs> Holly, at 43-and-a-half, uh, over or under, where are you at?
3: I'm under two. Sorry, two quarterbacks. I'm not seeing that over at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that's not shocking. Uh, Jerry?
4: <laughs> well, they're predicted to have double-digit win speeds. In that situation, 55% winners go under, right? Anytime we know that that win is one of the factors that that really does go through. Once it's a double-digit win, I, I'd rather have rain. I'd rather have anything other than that win because it limits the pass game. So I do like the under. Um, I will be betting it honestly.
2: Okay, and Holly, before we let you go, remind everybody, what is your favorite play this week?
3: My favorite play of the week? Um, let's see, I'm still going to go with... and I'm trying to figure out which one I like more. You know what? I'm still going to take that Baltimore and Pittsburgh matchup. I'm going Pittsburgh. That's going to be my favorite.
2: All right. There you go. Holly, tell everybody where they can find you on social media.
3: You guys can follow me on Twitter, XO Holly. I'm also on Sports Map along with the rest of the team. So check it out for everything all the time. We're always on. <laughs> <That> <laughs> and my on. own site is holly.football. There Thanks, you go, ha- guys.
2: Thank you, Holly. We'll catch up with you next week. Good luck this week.
3: All right. Thanks. You guys too. See you Sunday.
2: All right, there you have it, Holly Seymour. She joins us every week along with Fred Fowler, Lance Zerline, and Eric Sandler. All right, we're up against it. When we come back, we are going to hit all the slate of games as quickly as we can. We're going to get to everything. We're going to talk about it from a fantasy side. We're going to talk about the gambling side. And you're going to get Jerry Bowe's picks and my Flex Plays of the Week. So you guys don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Moneyline, 97.5. You
5: cannot even cross,
0: yeah. yeah. I ain't never on Claus, yeah They mad cause I'm getting bad Twitter. Twitter Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5 <sighs>
1: yeah. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
0: And on ESPN 97.5.com
1: Presented by MyBookie Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan
2: all right, you guys know what that music means. That means Jerry Bo's about to make you some money. So let's let's not wait any further. Jerry, what do you have for your plays today?
0: Straight bets.
2: All right, let's
4: talk about that Seattle game. The Fred's on it. I wanted to save it. That's my favorite game of the week. I think Seattle can run on them. I think that the adjusted sack rate, that's where you uh, are going to hurt the Seahawks. But the Chargers can't get there without Bosa. They've been struggling. I think that... Rivers, 4-10 and ten against the spread off a of bias. Somewhat confusing because you figured he'd be a veteran that could, uh, you know, use the extra time off to get things together. But it seems that it's up uh, actually the opposite as far as against the spread. Seahawks, 44-26 against the spread as home favorites since 2007. I think that the Seahawks win this game about 27-24.
0: Straight bets.
4: Ram Saints, over. 58 and a half last time I saw it. In the last 3 seasons uh it's, it's only been it's been 3 seasons since a team started 8 and 0. It's been a long stretch, right? But the Rams 19th uh they're the 19th team since the league moved to a 16-game schedule to start as so. The previous 18, 13 and a half wins. So start looking at the win totals. It's something I'll be looking at uh, I've been looking at from a future standpoint. As far as this actual game, the Saints are 42-32 and 32 against the spread as home favorites. I think that they will go big. Drew Brees, 48-30 and 30 against the spread of back-to-back wins. He always shines. Now they're coming off a two-game road trip. Teams usually doing that, coming home, they usually kind of falter the next game 48.5% But Drew Brees in his 24 career starts in the Superdome off two road games. He's 17 and seven against the spread. He enjoys getting back home, you know, playing two big games. They've been involved in some huge games. Things are looking up in in New Orleans. And I think that the Saints win this game. I don't see why they're not favored at the moment. Hit the over, hit the Saints.
0: Straight bets.
4: Packers, Patriots, the big game of the week. We all know that. Points are going to be thrown up. That I think, though, that the way that the Patriots offense plays, it, it, it's perfect for this game. They can lean somewhat on that run game to to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. And the number that stuck out to me here is when numbers move against New England. The the number started at seven. It went to five. Since 2013, when spread moves against Brady, that means the spread move, the number goes against them. The Patriots are 63% against the spread. Don't bet against Brady. And if you do it while he's at home, it's easy. Even worse, he's 69% winner when the number moves against him. The number went against him, you need to be on that side. Don't believe the hype. I know that the Green Bay is going to be throwing up points, and, and they got a chance to open the back cover, but I, I, I can't go up against Brady in this kind of situation.
0: Straight bets.
4: Steelers plus three it might move down to two two and a half range I was giving it out at three I've talked about how many times every time uh, these two quarterbacks face off 14 of the 18 has been a three three and a half point spread Pittsburgh is five and one against the spread uh, after covering three games um, winning three games as against the spread the biggest discrepancy here in this game is in the trenches Steelers defensive line 24 sacks they're tied for second Flacco, you heard Andrew say it earlier, there'll be a a bunch of injuries on the offensive line. I think the Steelers will get to him. That three points plays pivotal. I think they win the game straight up in a revenge spot.
0: Straight bets.
4: Under Dolphins, uh, Jets, uh, you heard uh, Lance talk about it earlier. I don't see how these teams get points. Both teams struggle to move the ball. They're two of the slowest-moving teams. The Dolphins ranked 27th, Jets 34th in moving the ball. They're two slow offenses. I don't think that they get there. I see this as a 2017 game with 11 to 12-mile-hour wins they're predicting.
0: Straight bets.
4: Straight bets here. We're going to try to do, we're going to throw a bunch of props into one. My favorite team total of the week will be the Panthers over 30 and a half. We know Tampa Bay struggles. I know that Cam is coming off his high. He's, he's on his highest completion percentage rate of his career. He's thrown double digit touchdowns. Uh, McCaffrey cuts loose. Look for the Panthers to score somewhere around 36 to 38 points. Also the team total for the Packers, uh, the Pats. I think that they can score on the Packers at will. Rodgers will try to shoot it back. There's a lot of passing going on. The, th- clock will be stopped, giving the Pats uh, more possessions. So make sure that you hit that. As far as player props, I want to talk about just a few of them. Christian McCaffrey, pass receptions over five and a half. I'm hitting that as a max unit uh, three unit play. I think that he at least gets that five and a half. Kelsey, you heard Josh ADHD say this is a big week for him. I think it's a pounce spot for him. Five and a half receptions, it's easy, it's feasible. I think he hits that. Also throw a little bit on Kelsey to score a touchdown. And then Josh talked about DJ Moore earlier, and his over-under is 54 Four and a half yards. He can easily catch that on one play. He's a big play receiver, and I think that he'll surpass that easy. So go ahead and get those prop bets.
0: Straight bets.
4: Uh last straight bet here will be on the home team Texans. The Texans, uh, we we spoke about it earlier, so I don't want to touch on it too much. Take the Texans. I think they're in a better spot. I think Demarius being in the locker room, uh, helps him out so much, and I think that. The Denver offense uh, defense is a little bit overrated. People think that they're the, they're the what they used to be. Chris Harris won't be chasing Hopkins around. They allow six point two yards per carry over the five uh, last five games. Lamar Miller's been shining. Look for him to lean on that.
0: The people's parlay.
4: The people's parlay. We're gonna hit that over on the New Orleans Saints uh, Rams game over fifty seven. Vikings money line. Pats money line and Steelers plus three.
0: The people's parlay.
4: The uh, Pats. Packers, Pats, over 56. Or, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. 56. Panthers, team total over 30 and a half. So, a two-team parlay. Packs, Pats, over 56. Panthers, team total over 30 and a half. Teasers. The last play of the day. 10-point teaser. Bring that Pats down to 46. Get the Steelers all the way up to 13 if you got them at three. And the Panthers, bucks over 45. Those three games should fly.
0: Breaking news. News flash.
5: Alright, what's up guys? I'm back as promised with the rest of the injury report for this week. So starting off at running back, Alex Collins will be active for the Baltimore Ravens. And good news for him, Ty Montgomery, even though they traded for him, he's inactive today. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, he's making his return to action today for the Minnesota Vikings, but he's going to play on very limited snaps, so he should not see play in any lineups this week. Kenny Stills, I talked about him at the last break. He was out coming into today. They saw him run around in pregame warm-ups and said, hey, this guy looks pretty good. So he's actually going to be active today. Allen Robinson, he's going to be out for the Bears. Antonio Callaway is going to be active for the Browns. Same thing with Rashard Higgins. He's active. Paul Richardson for the Redskins. He's going to be active as well. Moving over to the late games. Melvin Gordon's questionable, but he's going to play, so I have no worries about slotting him in. Chris Carson, same thing. He's questionable, but every expectation is that he's going to play. Unfortunately for Royce Freeman and the Denver Broncos, he's not expected to play. He's questionable. Sit him out. He's not supposed to be active. Kiki Kuti, he's out. Connor Cup, he's going to be active this week. Moving over to the Sunday night games. Sony Michelle, he's questionable, and he's probably on the wrong side of questionable. I think it's one week too early for him. If you've got James White on your team and Sonny Michel, I've got no issues if you want to throw him in the lineup and then switch James White in at the last second. But if that's not your situation, I would not put him in the lineup. Julian Edelman is questionable. He's expected to play. Josh Gordon, same story for a different week. He's questionable with that hamstring injury, but he's going to play. He's going to have an impact. Rob Gronkowski, Ah, uh, this might be heresy, but I don't. I think it's about time that we start shading away from Gronk a little bit. I don't think he's going to play and have an impact this week. He was very much neutralized last week. He's dealing with the same ankle and back issues that he has for the past couple of weeks, and I just I'm not seeing the same impact that I've seen from him in the past few years. Randall Cobb, he's questionable, but he's going to play, so don't have any hesitation putting him in your lineup. Geronimo Allison. He's doubtful he's not going to play, so definitely stray away from him. And then lastly, on the Monday night game, Jeff Swain, he's doubtful. Tavon Austin is out. Corey Davis is going to be active. And just a little side note, something that came across my desk, it's a bye week for the Bengals this week, but A.J. Green is in trouble. Uh, He's going to see Dr. Robert Anderson to diagnose a foot injury he has, and he's going to try to avoid surgery, but he's probably going to be out for at least a few weeks. Wow. Okay, so that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Tyler Boyd. That's,
2: that's the next man up there. So. Cue Lil' La Bamba song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ricky! <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we are up against a break, so we are going to come back with uh, our flex plays for the week, and we will hit all the games as quickly as we can. So we will be right back on the other side. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
0: can't even pronounce the name you ain't got no style see you on my instagram i be rocking it like it's fresh out the pen. only when i'm taking pics i'm the middle man walk talking like a boss i just lift a hand three million cash call me rain man money like a shower that's my rain dance twitter, twitter. follow the show on twitter at moneyline 97.5 <laughs>
2: I think everybody knows what that music means, right there. All right, we are back on Moneyline. Josh Jordan, Jerry Bow, Cam behind the glass. Follow us on Twitter at Moneyline 975 at Jerry Bow knows at Jordan and I believe it's at Clutch Clutch City Cam. Am I correct? And I am correct. Mundo. All right. All right, guys, let's get into it. I'm feeling extra this flexy this week. Get flexy, Josh. I, I I don't know if I'll be able to do what I did last week, guys. I went 8-4 and four with my Ooh, flex plays. Wee. Yeah. Oh, Woo, I, I like that. So really good week last week, so I'm going to try and do it again for everybody. I know you have the bye week blues. You're having to play some guys like, ugh, I have to play him this week? Like, yeah, sorry, you do. But <laughs> let me try and guide you in the way where you'll throw up a little less in your mouth, and then at the end of the week, you'll win. Let's start with the quarterbacks, guys. I like Kirk Cousins this week. I know Stephon Diggs isn't going to play. I don't love that very much. But I do like a Lions defense that's allowing over 25 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks over the last month. They've also given up 10 passing touchdowns in that span. So I think you can roll with Captain Kirk this week. And how about Fitzy? Fitz Magic. He's back. And this one, it's not as much about the matchup. I just think that Cam Newton's going to have a big game. And you know, Jerry, when we think one guy's going to have a big game, what do we think? The other one goes off. The other one goes off. So Fitzmagic, I think you roll with him this week. All right, this one. Do you have the Stones to play Isaiah Crowell this week? That is scary, guys. But it's the bye weeks, and I told you I was going to try it and hook you up. It's hard to trust anybody on the Jets' offense. But check out this matchup against the Dolphins, guys. They are giving up over 32 fantasy points a game to running backs over the past five games. 32 fantasy points a game. So even if he's having to share the load a little bit, that should still have enough for Isaiah Crowell to come through for you. How about Nick Chubb? He has a great matchup this week. He's the guy in Cleveland. The Chiefs, they're giving up almost 30 fantasy points a game to running backs in their last five. So there is some downside. I will warn you, if the Chiefs Chiefs get way ahead, maybe Cleveland doesn't have to run the ball. They'll they'll have to play catch-up. They'll throw a little bit. So game flow could change this pick, guys. But the numbers say get Chubb in your lineup. And how about this guy all day, Adrian Peterson? He was my put your name on it last week. He was in my flex column not last week. He makes me feel flexy again this week, guys. I know he's dealing with that injury, but you heard Chris Thompson is out. In his matchup, the Falcons giving up almost 30 fantasy points a game to running backs over the last month. Adrian Peterson, all day again, baby. All right, let's move to the receivers real quick. I like Calvin Ridley. I think Julio's going to be covered by Josh Norman, so I think Calvin Ridley gets loose. And in this matchup, Redskins giving up over 47 fantasy points a game to receivers in the last four, so the numbers like him too. DJ Moore... Is it a fluke? I don't know, but I like him this week. I think Cam goes off, and I think DJ Moore is a guy he's going to get the ball to in a shootout. And this one is terrifying. I'm about to tell you guys to start Devontae Parker. Yes, I said Deep. it. Damn! Yeah, yeah, Chris Tucker, where are you at? Devontae Parker this week. Look... This guy has killed me a million times, but if you watch the Texans game, he looked pretty good. Jets are allowing over 46 fantasy points a game to receivers over the past month. I know that Stills is going to play today, so that might that might limit his numbers a little bit. I wasn't thinking Stills was going to play when I wrote this, but I think you can still roll with Parker. And then finally... I love Sammy Watkins this week. I think he keeps rolling. I think Denzel Ward is going to be on Tyreek Hill for a lot of the game. The Browns giving up almost 40 fantasy points a game to receivers in the last month. And then finally, I've loaded up a lot of receivers this week, guys, because I think a receiver, especially in a PPR, you want to roll with receivers in your flex spot. So I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, we talked about Cooper Cup a little earlier in the show. I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I think Lattimore is going to be traveling with Brandon Cooks, so I think that leaves a perfect spot for Cooper Cup to get going. And Robert Woods has been awesome all year, so keep rolling with him finally, I got two tight ends for you guys and then that'll be it. OJ Howard, I love him this week. We had Josh on earlier at Fantasy ADHD. He loves OJ Howard this week. Panthers allowing the most fantasy points to tight ends over the last four games, guys. So get OJ Howard in there. And Greg Olsen, like I said, I think Cam's going to go off. He loves throwing to Greg Olson. It's a top 10 matchup. Any chance you can take a shot at the Bucks defense, I highly recommend you do that. Bucks have been terrible this year. So those are my Flexi Play for the week guys now let's get into these games let's talk some football with jerry Bo. all right jerry here we go i'm gonna start from the top detroit minnesota minnesota minus five is the current number right now where are you at with this one play
4: minnesota i think that we talked about stafford being that fake bully he beats up on bad teams last week we went against them Money this week, go against them again. I don't think that the Minnesota Vikings have shown overall what they can be. Defense, uh, defensive injuries have ultimately held the ceiling down. They've been allowing yards that we weren't expecting. But the offense is what we're going to lean on here. And I think that they can outscore the Lions, go ahead and take the—I say they win 27-20-ish, so take them by a touchdown.
2: There you go. From the fantasy side, I think you start both the Detroit wide receivers. Jerry and I like both of them this week. Minnesota, you're firing up Thielen. Kyle Rudolph could be a sneaky play. And like I said earlier, I like Kirk Cousins this week. All right, on to Kansas City-Cleveland. We've talked about this one quite a bit. Remind the people where you're at with this one, Jerry. I'm
4: going to play— or. Like I, I want Kansas City, right? But I can't play them because of the money, of the amount of money that's coming in on the public side. It's it's screams to take to to. It's the hold your nose special. Hold your nose, click those Browns and walk off from the computer.
2: <laughs> hold your nose and click on the Browns. Those kind of go together, right? <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. All right, fantasy side. Like I said, Kansas City. I like Sammy Watkins this week. You're starting Hill every week. You're starting Kareem Hunt and Mahomes every week. Keep rolling with them. Travis Kelsey as well. And Cleveland side of the ball. Like I said, I like Chubb this week. Huge, huge <laughs> like on. Chubb Chubb. yep so so there we go another one guys uh, plug chubb in your starting lineup this week i think he has a big game all right this one one of my favorite games every year pittsburgh and baltimore man these guys just knock the hell out of each other it's always one of the best games of the year in my opinion it looks like man baltimore down to one and a half point favorite where are you at with this one jerry
4: Pittsburgh all day on this. The three-point spread, if you can still get it there, the key number. If not, I still think they win outright overall. I think that maybe the Ravens aren't who we thought they were. They've been getting punished a little bit. Maybe it's the offensive line injuries. I don't know. But facing the best, the second-best team in, in sacks, that doesn't add up well. Give me the three points.
2: There you go. For fantasy-wise, I'll start with Baltimore. I think you roll with John Brown. I think he could have a good game. I'm not loving Crabtree here or Alex Collins, to tell you the truth. Pittsburgh side of the ball. Start him if you got him right. Both receivers, running back, uh, you know, Big Ben. I don't. That's actually a good question. Would you start Big Ben this week on the road against Baltimore?
4: That's tough. It's real tough because traditionally Antonio Brown has struggled against this Ravens defense. He doesn't really go off on them, and it's it's kind of scary playing Big Ben on the road. But a lot of yeah. people are seeing points in this.
2: That's interesting, and remember, Josh was on with us earlier, and he kind of likes Flacco as a sneaky uh, play in daily this week. So, something to keep your your eye on there, guys, if you want a cheap quarterback. All right, onward and upward. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Looks like this one opened as Carolina being favored by seven. Now it's down to six. Where are you at with this one, Jerry bow
4: I'm all over Carolina team total props. Everything with Cam. Everything with McCaffrey. We said the five and a half receptions. Go ahead and hit that on my bookie. They got it up. Honestly, I mean this is. We know how you attack Tampa. The game plan, what can it be coming from that North Turner office? attack, attack, attack. They're not scared of that defense one bit. I think that Cam Newton cuts out loose. Two, three touchdowns for the guy. He's going to be the highest owned quarterback in the DFS world at about 30% this week. So, In in tournaments, if you want to deviate off of him, go ahead and hit up the other side. One side's going to score. Fitzpatrick on the other one. He's been a top 16 quarterback every one of his starts. He, he, He shines. He throws the ball downfield and he'll take his chances. What does he have to lose?
2: nothing we love his weapons we like oj howard this week we talked about that mike evans should be good to go we like him on the other side dj moore we think you can take a shot with him funches is worth playing this week like we said beat up on those bucks cam a great play and so is fitzpatrick this week all right onward we move along jets at miami miami a three-point favorite right now lance says take the under on this game at 42 and a half we had lance Zerline on a little earlier he likes the under here jerry what say you
4: Gang Green, the the biggest defensive shortcoming is on the sack rate. They don't get to the quarterback, 5.2 sack rate, 26th in the league, 15th against quarterback hits. They don't get there. I don't see Brock being, I guess, uh, hurried. I don't see him being put under pressure. But can you really back him? I'll back the under here. And I think that these teams will be moving slow. It's a 2017-type game, and I'll, I'll ride that to the bank. I'll be betting that under hard.
2: There you go, guys. And like I said, I like Devontae Parker in this game. If you're desperate, you got the bye week blues, you need somebody to plug in there. I think Devontae Parker's a guy you can give him a shot. And then Isaiah Crowell, I the matchup is spectacular. If you're ever going to take a shot on him, this is the week to do it. I'm telling you, Miami is a great matchup for running backs. Fire away on Crowell. This is like the Brown special, too. Hold your nose and start Crowell this week and hope for the best. And speaking of running backs, Kenyon Drake, let's talk about him yeah. real quick. Over
4: the last month... 6.3 yards per carry. He's coming along. He's he, he's being what he was at the end of last year, what everybody was hoping. And Frankie Gore is just deteriorating.
2: Yeah, it's all about opportunity, right? We've loved Drake. It's just they haven't been giving him the ball enough. That seems to be changing lately, guys. He had uh, two two touchdowns against the Texans through the air. So And double-digit
4: touches in six of eight games as a home favorite.
2: There you go. One on the ground, one through the air. So there you go. He's a guy to consider this week. Like, gotta like the Drake alright moving along Atlanta at Washington Eric Sandler was all over this one he says give him the Redskins it's at a two point spread right now Redskins favored Jerry where are you at with this one?
4: I'd see it as a low-scoring game. I think that Redskins can limit what the Falcons do. Now, you can't stop that offense. Uh, or you can hope to contain them, right? But uh, the run game, the run game, that's how you keep big offenses off the field. They've done this same recipe. They had it to beat the Green Bay Packers. They're going to do the same thing. Adrian Peterson's rolling hard right
2: now. Good luck getting in his way. No doubt about it. On the fantasy side, you're starting Matt Ryan. Like Jerry said, Washington's pass defense can be a little tough, but, you know, if you have Matt Ryan, I don't know how you get away from him. You just kind of have to maybe lower your expectations a little bit and roll with him. I love Calvin Ridley this week for the Falcons. I like him a whole lot. Adrian Peterson, dude, he. I mean, the guy is just defying age. He keeps kicking ass, so roll with Adrian Peterson. And finally, this is the last uh, 12 o'clock start game. We'll hit a break and get to the afternoon games after this one. This one is Chicago at Buffalo. Chicago favored by 10 currently. Where are you at with this one, Jerry Bowe?
4: It's crazy because that's a big spread to have that low number. Usually every pro is going to run up there and punch that Buffalo ticket because if you can't even parlay that, if you go up to a Vegas casino and you say, hey, I want Buffalo and the under, that's called a correlated parlay. They're not going to let it happen because – Matt tells you, hey, if 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 they can hang within ten, it's gonna go or if the game goes low, then that ten points is golden. When there's a low total, every point picks up a premium. The higher the game, the points don't they are not as strong. They don't have as much of a background. So just always think about that. Ten points is crucial to have in a in a total that's under forty.
2: Yeah. I'm with you there, Jerry. And fantasy side, I don't want anybody on Buffalo. Thanks. I'm good. And as far <laughs> as Chicago, you know, I guess you could roll with Jordan Howard this week. Tariq Cohen has been really good as of late. And maybe a, a little Gabriel action this week since it looks like Robinson is gonna be out. All right, guys, that is all the noon games. We are gonna hit the three o'clock games on the other side of the break. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 975. So so this is how
4: we do. We make a movement at the full while we up in the club. This is how we do.
3: This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 97.5.
1: This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
0: And on ESPN 97.5.com.
1: Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right,
2: we are back on Moneyline. We've been running through the games. Uh, last segment, we hit all the 12 o'clock games. We gave it from a fantasy perspective, a gambling perspective. I am, of course, joined by Jerry Bowe. I'm Josh Jordan, and we have Clutch City Cam behind the glass. So we want to remind everybody that... We write for Sports Map. All this content, all these picks, all, all my flex plays, they are on Sports Map. If you haven't checked out Sports Map, go there now. Have a look. You can follow Sports Map at, at Sports Map You can follow Jerry at, at JerryBo Knows. You can follow me at JordanPFX. Cam is at Clutch City Cam, and Jerry, you're you're pub- you're publishing right now all yeah. your picks for Sports Map, right? Yeah,
4: I'm, I'm putting up some of the picks that we spoke about right now. So get over the Sports Map right now. We got ten minutes. I'm, I'm, I hit save right as we're speaking right now. Get over there, look at it. AJ has his fantasy rankings over there. If you're wondering who started to sit him, you didn't catch the segment earlier. Go in there. He, I agree with most of everything he has on there, and Sports Map has got everything that you need.
2: We got everything you need because AJ does standard scoring. I do my flex plays for PPR, and Jerry covers the gambling angle. So, no matter what you're looking for, guys, it's on Sports Map. You can go check it out. So, definitely go take a look at that. Give us a follow. If maybe you missed us doing the picks, maybe you missed my flex uh, segment a couple, you know, a couple segments back, guys. Maybe you don't have time to go to the podcast and listen to it. Just go over to Sports Map, click on our articles, go to the NFL section, click on the articles, get the info in. You still got 10 minutes before kickoff on the noon slate of games. So, there is still time. So, here we go. We're going to hit the last slate of games here. Thank you, Cam. Our DJ hitting the music right there. So, let's start with none other than our Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos. Right now, Denver is still a one-point favorite so remind everybody jerry where are you at with this texans game
4: i'm rolling texans i think it goes over the total i know lamar miller is going to be able to run on a defense that's allowed 6.2 yards per carry over the last five go ahead and take an o, uh houston against an overrated denver defense
2: there you go on the fantasy side i love me some hopkins every week let's be real lamar miller i think you can fire him up this week i think he could come through again and, you know, Demarius Thomas is worth a flyer as a flex guy. So it's the bye week. Maybe you're a little worried. Give him a shot this week. I think Watson has a good game as well. I also love Emmanuel Sanders and Case Keenum in daily fantasy this week. I think they're cheap. So give them a shot for sure. And we also like Philip Lindsay. We haven't talked much about that, but we like him. Remember, everybody, Texans really struggle against pass-catching running backs. He's really the only guy in town with Freeman banged up. So I think you roll with him. He might have to split a couple touches, but I think Lindsey's a guy you can roll with. All right. Charger Seattle. You know, this is a game that everybody seems to have an opinion about this week. Everybody wants to pick one of these. I believe Lance took the Chargers side. Jerry took the Seahawks side. Tell the people why the Seahawks side is the better side, Jerry, for you.
4: Just that underrated defense that people think that they lost a lot of pieces, and true, yes, they did, but they're top seven in both categories in rush defense and pass defense. Uh, They have the right remedies to be able to stop uh, that that Chargers offense, and at the end of the day, the Chargers uh, defensive line doesn't create that much pressure, and that's where you hurt Seattle when you can get up in Russell's face. If you can't do that, then he's going to have time, and I look for it to be a close game, but Seattle pulls it out.
2: I think the difference for Seattle is they've been running the ball a little more, right? Kind of getting back to when they had Marshawn Lynch and they pounded the rock a little more. So look for Chris Carson to have a nice game there as well. And it looks like uh, um, uh, Melvin Gordon's going to play. And
4: Wilson's coming along. He's got nine touchdowns in his last 54 attempts. That's a 16.7 touchdown rate. The last time that somebody had that was Peyton Manning in 2004.
2: He's just been highly efficient just absurdly efficient lately so i think you can use russell wilson there as well doug baldwin you can fire him up uh keenan allen a little bit of a letdown this year right i mean if we were all taking him in the second round and he hasn't quite lived up to that are do you still trust him would you play him today jerry
4: i you have to because the efficiency that that phillip rivers brings to the table that 21 to 3 touchdown interception ratio over the last nine it Someone has to catch those balls, and we're hoping it was Keenan Allen. He used to be that guy that would get 13 targets a game yeah. every game, seven catches. And now and we're not seeing that. We got spoiled, and we're hoping he can get back to his old ways.
2: Yeah, Tyrell Williams has kind of jumped in there with Mike Williams and, and Phillips really spreading the ball around. So, so there you go, guys. Maybe if you're desperate, take a flyer on one of the Williams brothers. Uh, anyway, so let's move on. Ram Saints, one of the other most popular games to bet this week. Uh, right now currently it looks like it's a one and a half point spread rams in favor here jerry tell the people remind them where you're at with this one
4: saints at home i think that home plays that home field plays a big part the the rams they've been winning and all but they've shown vulnerability in some spots and you can't show that against the saints up in that in that stadium i think it's a a truly important game for the saints and in in theory that they could be able to beat anyone that go stick it to the team's best uh, the best team in the league you know what i mean and breeze at home in a picket basically game even getting points at some point i mean yeah. I, i'll ta- i'll take i'll take the saints
2: and stand with the saints for fantasy i love Kamara this week we talked to to fantasy adhd we talked to josh he likes Kamara this week even though he's kind of expensive you're rolling michael thomas out there you're starting drew breeze On the other side of the ball, I really like Cooper Cup, and I like Robert Woods this week. I think Brandon Cooks maybe gets that tough matchup against Lattimore. And
4: this is going to be uh, an interesting matchup with the the league's best rusher, Todd Gurley, going against one of the league's best rush defenses. Todd Gurley is really, really expensive in the DFS world. Will his projected ownership carry on?
2: Yeah, he's probably a contrarian play, right? Exactly. It's a, it's a tough matchup, and, and he's expensive. He's expensive. So a lot of people aren't going to be on him. So if you got the stones and want to give that a shot this week, it, you know, if it's a tournament, that wouldn't be the dumbest thing in the world to try. All right, moving along. I think this is probably the game of the week: Green Bay at New England. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I mean, this is why we watch football, guys. Let's enjoy this while while Brady's still around and Aaron Rodgers is, you know, just killing it. Still, looks like this one's back at five and a half is the spread. Uh, Patriots are the favorites here. I think Jerry, you like New England, am I right?
4: Yeah, I love New England. Like I said, with the spread going against him, moving two points against Brady, it's it sets up for the Patriots to smash on everything. Brady's eighteen and eleven on Sunday Night Football. He loves playing under the lights. Take him in a, in a game that ends by about seven points, but. At the end of the day, I can't go against Brady in the under in the primetime spot.
2: No, I'm with you. I've got I locked in at Brady and the Patriots minus 5. I'm with you on that one. So, I also I wanted to mention James White here. You know, I was talking to Andrew outside and and we were talking about James White this week in a non-PPR, right? And he he heard my Crowell pick earlier it was like, you know, which guy do you like better? Man, James White's just killing it this year, right? I, I know it's hard to You know, to stay with him, even though it's not a PPR league, but I don't care. He's been a top five running back, so you have to keep rolling with him. Get him in your lineup. Don't be afraid to start James White. And, uh uh-oh. Time to put your name on Uh something, folks. We got to get out of here. Josh, what do you leave the people with? Oh, man, this is kind of tough, but, oh, I don't know if I have the, the guts to put it on Crowell, so... I'm going to put it on Adrian Peterson again this week. Back-to-back weeks. Put my name on Adrian
5: Peterson. All
4: day AP. Up to you, Cam. What do you give for the people?
5: Guys, I'm going cray-cray with this one. I'm going Chris Herndon. He's got a touchdown the last three games. I know he's only averaging four catches
2: a game, but when you're pulling in a touchdown a game, why not? Ooh, I'm starting him in a couple leagues. I like that, Cam. Jerry, what you got for the people?
4: As for me, I'll put my name on Kareem Hunt to be the top Running back score of the week. There's four guys that are going to be really highly owned. I think he will surpass everyone in the game that's going to be leaning on the run, I think, because the weather is not going to be all that great out here.
2: There you go. And finally, before we get out, Dallas, Tennessee, is there a play on this game, Jerry? I'm, I
4: might be at the game. I'm going to be hammering the under in every which way. It's going to be a Zeke game all over. I think Zeke, I don't, I don't see how Tennessee scores more than 16, 17 points. Lean on Zeke, lean on the under.
2: There you go, guys. Well, that's it for us this week. Hopefully everybody wins this week, has a big, big, big scoring week. And hey, I'm Josh Jordan. I'm joined by Jerry Bo, Cam behind the glass. I want to thank Hyped Up Andrew for joining us. Hector on the phones. We want to thank Fred Fauer, Lance Zerline, yeah. Eric Sandler, Holly Seymour, for Michael joining Carroll. Us. Michael, thank Michael you Carroll. for
4: putting everything together, man. You're the you're the guy behind the scenes, and, and most importantly, all the listeners, man. We we read all your messages, all the messages that come in the inbox before the show. I try to read them to, to Josh. It gets us hyped up. Thanks for listening. You the guys that make it possible.
2: Yep, that's it for us this week, guys. We'll catch you next week. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Peace.